Welcome, Hurricane fam. We are live with Cody Spell. Hello. Again in his own office. And this week, we have a very important topic. We have a very special topic. Uh, This could be a game changer for a lot of you. It was a game changer for me, and I still need to work on it. But this is this is beautiful. This is CrossFit steroids right here. We have your mental game. We got five things. Five things to talk about today, and it's been conversations I've had a lot, especially here recently. I don't know why maybe more here recently, and this is kind of why I want to talk about it because probably so it gets brought up more and more and more. And this is probably the one thing that you can start doing that would automatically start seeing better results in your performance, how you feel about certain things, and ultimately working well down to the sex because you're getting better workouts, you get better results, better sex, look good, feel better, so on and so forth. Um, and so- uh, Aesthetics you're talking about. Yeah, aesthetics. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people just kind of bypass the middle game, like I'm just working out, you know, so I mean, what can I do to even, Yeah. maybe even thought about how they can change their mental game to even get better workouts or, you know, feel better, get better results just from changing little mental tweaks to their workouts and how they're they're thinking things or saying things to themselves or even saying things out verbally to, um, you know, help out the process. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I guess we'll jump right into it. So the very first thing is stop stop talking about what sucks, or AKA start working on your language. Yeah, language is huge. Language is huge. So. A lot of times, so we'll talk about, so we kind of go down two ways to talk about this. So we can talk about this in a way of talking verbally out loud and what you're saying to yourself internally. So let's kind of stab each one. So first one is obviously verbal talking. So saying like, oh, this workout sucks or, oh, I don't feel like doing this or whatever it may be. But all that verbal talk eventually starts to affect your internal talk mm-hmm. and vice versa. So they kind of play off each other eventually. Yeah, it's a it's a homeostate. It's like a little yeah. thing. Yeah, so the more the more verbal things that you say that suck or you don't like, it automatically makes things feel worse mm-hmm. and everything feels worse. So a workout that might not not necessarily felt as bad now feels ten times worse because of the way that you are talking to yourself and talking to other people as well. Yeah, and it's a I don't you know I'm not big on horoscopes or anything, but it's an energy thing too. Like if you're talking, sure. you're, you're not, it's not just you working out. And it's not just you listening to your words, which is a huge factor. But you want to keep yourself motivated and moving and stuff as well. If you're talking to that with other people, it'll spread to them. Now they're talking about it and it's just this yeah. well, self-feeding like fire. fire. Like, yeah. you know, negativity catches fire and same thing, positivity catches fire. Yeah. It's like, which one do you want to light first? Like, do you want to be the guy that's talking on the negative talk, or do you want to be the person that brings light to the room and talks the positive? And, you know, there's no point in bringing light to things that are obvious. You know, like, let's say, for instance, you're working at 445 in the morning. It's early. You're tired. Everybody's tired, and, like, it's just part of the deal. Like, everyone understands that everyone there is tired, but there's really no point in verbalizing that to everybody out there, like, oh, my God, I'm just so miserably tired. Because what's the point? What do most of us tired all day? What ultimately does that help? Yeah. What ultimately does it help to to bring it out to light and put it out there? It is what it is. Or, like, it's hot outside or it's cold outside. Um, You know, it's whatever it may be is, you know, put that particular thing into that sentence. It automatically brings light to the situation and makes it worse. Yeah, you and can't it, change all, the variable. You can change anyway. about it anyway, so what's the point of complaining yeah. about it? If anything, you need to change that mindset like, 
I know what's hot, but there's nothing I can do about it. So what can I can focus on? Mm-hmm. What, are the, what are the things that are within my control? Yeah, and if you ever, if you only ever complain about the things that you can control or things that can be changed, people will take that more seriously too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, so that's kind of like the saying things out loud, the verbal things, and then as well as you know, even like talking about movements that like I suck at double unders or I suck at handstand push-ups. Just change that verb. Saying that verb as they challenged me. Yeah. Instead of saying I suck at. Like, yeah, the, the handstand push-ups challenge me. Because also, when you say I suck at them, automatically put that, that negative connotation to that particular movement. And when that movement pops up, either one, you get frustrated and you basically just mentally tap out in the middle of the workout yeah. and basically quit in a sense. Or you simply avoid those workouts altogether. Instead of using it as an opportunity to challenge yourself and improve upon those things in those particular days, you're giving like the power over to that movement too. Mm-hmm. The pa- like and now it's over. Like if you if if you see a workout and it makes you leave or like you don't do it or you know it ruins your day, you just gave your. So imagine that like I'm giving away my body's my energy's power over to a damn jump rope. Yeah, I'm so giving I, my day and, over to a jump. And, rope. and I speak from experience. There's some early days at CrossFit. Like double oh, yeah. were one of the last things I got inside of CrossFit, and it would make me so frustrated. And and so you're giving, like you said, giving away your energy to that particular thing. It's like just focus on the things that you can control, yeah. and you know, see it as a challenge that particular day, and work on those things. So if a workout comes out that's not in your wheelhouse, that's okay. Like you know, going into it, hey, this is not going to be a workout that I'm going to crush. There's an opportunity for me to move the needle in the right direction to improve today. Yeah, you know, um, keep that competition between yourself. Yeah, and you, you don't compare and stuff. Like for you, it may be not a wheelhouse movement, but we were never born with all of the skills anyway. So yeah, maybe no, it's something that you got to work on. Uh, and then also on the flip side of that is what your internal talk is. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to yourself in the workout? Yeah, so if we could like, I know if, I don't know if we've used this analogy before, but you could like put that on a projector and like show exactly what you're saying in your head. Would you be proud of what's going out there or would you kind of be ashamed of what's going out there? Dude, I may be thinking about <coughs> meal. And so <laughs> my projector would have chick, uh, canes, canes all over it. Uh, so instead of saying, like even like little things such as like, just don't stop. Like you say, you're working on just don't stop. Instead of saying just don't stop, just change that maybe to the phrase of just keep, keep going. going. Yeah. Like keep one foot in front of the other. Or, you know, it's almost over. You're almost at the end. Um, you know, or you remember the workout, like, God, you're just doing a horrible day. Like, look, it is what it is. I'm just going to keep plugging forward. And whatever my score is, where is this a training day? It's not a competition day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not focused on what my score is. Um, whatever it may be, I'm just going to keep plugging forward. And, you know, whatever it may be. Score can really like, get like people down. Or like this workout sucks. This workout's horrible. Like I'm melting on the inside. Yeah. Or yeah. Or saying like, oh man, that hurt. Like it's it's an exercise. <laughs> that's what we that's what we're here for. But instead of saying things like like this workout sucks. This workout's horrible. Instead of changing that like to a, to a phrase of I'm uncomfortable, but it's almost over. It's almost over. Yeah. Like it's 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 this is tough. But I'm gonna get through it. Or keep when that burn starts to arise, like knowing, like, okay, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm. That's my goal today is to yep. hit that burning feeling and keep going. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of step one. Is like it's changing the way words. you talk, yeah. words verbally and internally is the way you talk. Um, little things like that, just changing the little things can have a huge effect on yourself. I've been, you know, it's one of those things. Like even when you internally feel like. Like not in the mood that day, like you're feeling kind of like glummy that day, whatever it may be. Just verbally saying things out loud makes you feel better on the internal. Yeah, vice versa. you fake it till you make it. Yeah, fake it till you make it. Like you smile more, you laugh more, whatever it may be. 
you don't, you don't let those negative things out into the open, and ultimately that'll control what happens on the inside a lot of times. Which, yeah, and like people have real bad days and stuff like that, and you know, that's another reason why we're here is like to have a community to support people. You know, we're here to support each other and stuff, so it'll happen on the off day, but just having these in your, these tools in your toolbox of like knowing like, okay, maybe if I change my verbiage, I can turn my day around. Yeah. Huge. So that was tip number one. Tip number two is you're not going to feel great every day. Just get over it. Yep. And I feel Probably like, like 10% of the days are, are the stars on. Yeah. If you waited till the, you came and worked out to, on the days that you felt great, you would come in very often. Mm-hmm. More often than not, you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel sore. You're going to feel a little run Stress. You're going to feel Just stressed stress. out. You know, especially if you're working out in the afternoon, maybe the day didn't go as well you planned. Um, you know, stuff happened at work and you stress out about it. Things are going to happen all the time. More often than not, you're probably going to have days that you don't feel great and you, and you will agree. Actually, that is how it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Pretty you're much not, straight out. Not every day is game day. Yeah. But and just just because it's not your best day doesn't mean it's not an effective day. Yeah. You, getting in and moving is, even if you, there's a lot of people, especially here at our gym, that if they operated at 40%, that's still probably three times the fitness of your average person like not doing CrossFit event or like your average person out there. Like it's still astronomical levels of, uh, it's just good for your body too. Yeah. And like I can use an example of myself. So this was back in 2016 probably, about this time frame where, uh, you know, I get extremely frustrated. It was, it, it lasted for a, quite a few months where I was quitting workouts on a pretty regular basis, at least weekly basis, because of the fact that I knew I wasn't performing to my full potential, you know, where you expecting full expectations. Yeah, full expectations like I should be getting this particular result and I wasn't getting that result. So or I didn't feel like I was gonna get that result, so I would just quit because it wasn't my top performance. And it wasn't until I started changing my mindset and saying, like being in the middle of a workout literally in the middle of a workout and saying, look, this isn't going to be your greatest day. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just need to keep working out regardless of what the score is. Just keep working out. Be proud of your effort that you gave that day. Yeah. Because uh, I tell myself this a lot of times too, like the stimulus or whatever, like the, the result, aka the score, is important to a, to a point. Like you want to make sure you're in the right kind of stimulus. But what's more important is getting the work done. Yeah. Like you just get the work done. Yeah. It's just about coming in and doing the work regardless of it's, it's not going to be your best score probably that day. And you have to be okay with that, like knowing that whatever your score is, is whatever your score is. And like, yeah, you could say like I could have got a whole round better or I could have knocked out a minute or two off my time if I would have felt better. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. Not retesting that day. It's just it is probably. As long as you can give your best effort for that particular day. That's okay because not every day is a PR day. Not every day is your best effort day. Like you're not going to be at the peak of performance all the time, 365. You're not playing the Super Bowl Monday through Saturday. So it's just about giving the best effort that you can. Whether you're tired, you're stressed out, you're sore, it's just coming in. Whatever potential you can give that day is whatever potential you can give that particular day, and that's what you should be proud of. So changing that mindset, instead of being super frustrated that it's not you know a PR day or you've done this before and you can't do it today, doesn't matter. This is what you got in the tank today. So mm-hmm. and just. And telling yourself that helped me out a ton personally. It's just, you know, just keep going, just don't quit, you know, keep loving for Yeah. Because chances are, like I said, like you're probably still not your peak performance or whatever your peak mm-hmm. expectations are. Probably still a damn good fitness. Yeah. It's probably still really good for yep. you. Yep. So that was tip number two. Tip number three is, and this is one I use a lot here, probably in the past 
year, maybe two, is when the going kind of gets tough in a workout, is I like to think of, of what I'm going to feel after the workout. Yeah, you're the proud the how, pride you're going to feel how, after the workout. How am I going to feel about myself when the workout's done? And, you know, there's kind of resorting back to those, I still even think about those days and back in like that 2016 time frame where I was quitting workouts and I get extremely frustrated about quitting workouts or, um, you know, giving up myself mid-workout or maybe and in that moment, you're like, you, just, you feel like you can't do it. You're just like, I just can't do it. But when the workout's done or when you quit within that, there's always that five minute window afterwards that you immediately feel horrible. So, regretful, it's so, yeah. so regretful. Yeah. I forgot like a word about what you did. And during a workout, you know, when I'm starting to struggle is I, I play that off my mind over and over again. It's like, if you start taking too many breaks or you start doing this or whatever it may be, how are you going to feel about yourself when this workout's done? Yeah. Do you want to feel proud of your effort today or do you want to be disappointed in the effort today? And like, that a lot of times gets me through, yeah. the, through to the very end. Can you go to sleep that night and feel accomplished? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what you did. So that helps me out a ton. It's very, it's such a simple thing to say to yourself. It's, it's thinking about that end point. When this workout's done, am I going to be proud of the work that I put into this workout today? Which kind of, yeah, that just goes back to the way you approach the workout too. Is like, in the grand scheme of things, we're here for health. And you want to be, you want to take pride in it. Yeah. Like, you really want to take pride in everything you do. I know that's the old cliche saying, yeah. like, take pride in everything you do. But especially, like, your fitness, like, we're all here voluntarily for a good purpose, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a droning on type thing where you're just complaining about whatever it is, grinding your way through the thing, punching the time clock. I understand that discipline's important, but if you just change your perspective, you can have the dis- discipline, you can have fun, and you can be proud at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, you just can't go through emotions every single day. I mean, I don't want to say all this stuff and say, like, you're just coming in and just do the work kind of deal. It's like, you, you can also go through the emotions and, and never see the progress that you yeah. want to see. You can't just do that. But, like, it kind of goes back to the, the whole, like, give the best effort you can for that day. Yeah, and day to day is different. You know, like, one day it might be, you know, let's say, for instance, I can get five rounds of a particular workout one day, and that's, like, the best I can do. The next day, I could, you know, if I came to the exact same workout again, it only might be three rounds and some change but that was the best effort. as long as I truly know that's the best effort I could give today with my circumstances that happen you know obviously I have a newborn at home and, and you got and other people have kids and work schedules and, and things of that nature and you know sleep's thrown off or nutrition's thrown off that plays off. a factor all those things play a factor and, and even like uh, regional factors like more specific like okay you're in a big class or you're at the part of the day where it's really hot mm-hmm. or you're in the part yeah. of the day where it's really cold mm-hmm. those are things again you can't really control but you can still get in and get some. Yeah, what's, what can you focus, yeah. once again, focus on what you can control? That's your effort and your attitude. All of those two things come down. That's the only thing you got. You know? Yeah. And so that's one thing I've been kind of telling myself is you know, this thing about how proud of yourself after the workout. Yeah, if so you put in a good effort and you have a good attitude, you're going to be proud about it at the yep. end of the workout. Yep. So tip number four, this is something you know I talked a little bit with the classes before. and Kind of something I've been talking about a little bit here as of late is mm-hmm. it's possibly setting goals for yourself that aren't associated with your score. Yeah, not not a, a, a leaderboard related. Exactly, so um, you know, whether it be you know, AMRAP or time, whatever it may be. Doing something broken. Yeah. Right. yeah, so setting other goals such as, I'm not gonna walk on Andy's runs, that's my goal is to run every single run without any walks. Or I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna try to do my, like I said, for instance, like today's workout, like I'm gonna do every single set of dumbbell snatches unbroken yeah. with this 25 pound dumbbell today. 
I've never done that before. I want to try to do that today. Mm. Regardless of what my score comes out to be, that's my that's my other goal in the mind. You know, you might come and say like, okay, I want to try to get, you know, 16 minutes in this workout today. But instead of just solely focusing on that alone, you can put other things into it as well. So, for instance, this may I get 16, 20, but I did all my dumbbell snatches unbroken. I can still be here in the victory. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, uh, qualitative measurements are really, like, that's a qualitative. Mm-hmm. That's really good for your mental health. Yeah, and it opens up the floodgates for in the future. So, it's like doing those little things every single time. So, in the future, like, when dumbbell snatches pop up again, and we maybe have, like, sets of 15 or 20, like, okay, I've done a workout before that had 16, I did them unbroken every single time. So, I can do, I this. Can do it again here today. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. So, it opens the floodgates in the future to, once again, keep improving. It's just like a, a snowball effect where it's just... A little bit of time, you keep chipping away at different movements, different things. You know, you don't walk more, you're running every single workout, you're trying to limit your amount of rest you have now. Mm-hmm. All these little, little goals can help out tremendously in the type of workout. I agree. And uh, and Hurricane Fam, that goes like tying in with language to yourself currently, but with number four as well, with your uh, setting your little goals, speaking to your future self. We have Sugar Wad. Some people do regular journals right in that notes section, like what it felt like you know what you know what your little goal was and how you accomplished it so maybe you know you know you look at like at that old dumbbells workout you know like i did 16 now you know that and you can tell yourself like right you can do this many unbroken next yeah. time like give yourself that kind of pet pop for the future yep so um that's sitting number four pretty straightforward stuff there and then 10 number five is is focusing on your plan yeah uh and this can kind of branch off a lot of different directions but uh we're gonna try to keep it as simple as possible so you know, a lot of times you might be talking to somebody and they're like, well, I'm going to do, you know, let's say it's 100 wall balls. I'm going to do four sets of 25, you know, but in your head, like 25 is going to be a big chunk. Like you need to focus on your plan and what your goals are for that yeah. of your day and Stay not in your stay in your lane. So like maybe you might be better off doing sets of like 15 or, you know, 15, 10, all taking back and forth, something like that, but keeping your rest periods in check and focus on what you know what you're capable of and like we talked about this previously is what those little goals are in mind. So if some people are saying, well, I'm going to do the dumbbells at 8 and 8, but your goal is today not to do 16 and broken, then stick with that game plan. That's your mm-hmm. goal for the day. So having the blinders on and not focusing on what other people are doing. Yeah. And, you know, we can make a closer podcast on like the soonest of certain workouts and, you know, like just because somebody's doing a particular weight or a movement doesn't mean you should do it. Does it yeah. I know like competition's fun and it's healthy in a lot of ways, but it could be unhealthy if you're doing that and chasing like all right, what'd you get so I know so I can try to beat you. Yeah. And whenever you start missing the mark, yeah. like say mid workout like the twenty five are too much, you have to break it up. Mm-hmm. And you start telling yourself, Well I'm not gonna beat this guy my goal that goal is gone now. That's a score based goal. Then that opens up for that negative self talking. Yeah. Because what we've seen before as a coach staff is let's say somebody goes a little bit too far outside what their zone is, and a lot of times, even though they might not do it on purpose, you'll they'll cut corners that just to make to, it just to achieve, well, achieve that particular so like for instance Whatever that goal is. Yeah, so like let's say for instance I might try to do handstand push-ups. Let's say maybe that's something like because you know somebody's also doing handstand push-ups, I'm gonna try to do handstand push-ups. And so, but I don't really go down all the way in the handstand push. I'm like a couple of inches off the, off, the, off the mat or I don't lock out all the way or I'm trying to do my pull-ups but I'm not really locking out my pulse or getting my chin above the bar mm-hmm. or I'm not squatting on the depth anymore now. You lost the health. All, yeah, all those things are going to affect you in the future for other ways for you to improve upon. All you're doing is 
basically derailing yourself and, and you're putting a big dampener on yourself. Like yeah. you're not gonna climb forward. A lot of times too, whenever I'm focusing on my plan, like just my plan, it helps me distract. Uh, it distracts me from like whatever discomfort I'm feeling too. Yeah. Like I'm like like today I was like all right we got 16 I was gonna try to hold on to it and I was like 16 is the plan and that's the mission and my shoulders did start to burn yeah. but I just kept going because I'm like all right we have 16 is the goal that's yeah. the number and you can even and it's kind of kind of resorting to like the like I guess the way when you're in the middle of a workout and all of a sudden you kind of start racing somebody mm-hmm. especially out the gate when you kind of have your game plan ahead of time. All of a sudden, you find yourself in a dark hole way too soon in a workout. Yeah, so I do that with you. <laughs> I do that with you a lot. So and I do that on purpose. Yeah, so like another thing I was like with your blinders is, you know, especially let's say it's a, well, let's say for instance, we got the Open coming up this Friday, the 20 yeah. AM round. And your goal might be, hey, I'm going to try to get 10 rounds. But all of a sudden, the guy next to you is like moving through his thrusters really quickly and total bars, and you're like trying to keep up with that particular guy. And all of a sudden, you look up and it's three minutes in, you're three runs into a work, you're three rounds in already, you've gained and not been shot. Yeah, done. Yeah, you've already shot yourself in the foot. So you just need to put the blinders on and know your pacing and focus on your breathing and your strategy to move through the workouts, not focus on what other people are doing. Now, when we get towards the back half of a workout, yeah. you get towards the end, you got somebody close to you, that kind of makes it fun. You that's have fun. to race somebody. You try to chase somebody. That's where competition is good and healthy. Yeah, and that's good and healthy, but especially not out the gate, that's a, that's a horrible strategy to have, to try to keep up with somebody in particular. Um, when you know you have this particular game plan in mind. So, and when you're focusing too hard on their plans and stuff, and like I said, the plans can go awry on either direction and stuff like that. Like, Also, like if they pull away or something like that, or if your plan falls apart and everything, like don't be negative on that. Like, They're still a brother in arms in this whole race for fitness. Like, They did great today. Let them, you know, they got the win. They got the W. Yep. And uh, just, you know, be supportive of all that. Don't get down on yourself. Pump somebody else up. Yep. So, that was our fifth and final tip. Is there anything else you want to add to Patrick? Not really. I think that mental game, though, is huge and very, very important, and it can make a night and day difference in your fitness. Like, a lot of people are listening, like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, but if you literally, if you just try it, maybe touch on all those points and try to stay positive throughout one workout, you can notice yeah. well, massive results. It was uh, it's kind of weird. We're, we're even planning on talking about this because earlier I didn't tell you, but I was reading an email um, from, he's a, Entrepreneur, like mentors, stuff like that. I get like his emails, stuff like that. And so he was referring to this book called, it's called Poor Dad. Poor Dad, Rich Dad. Where's that Poor Dad? Yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. And like the general consensus of it was there was basically the Poor Dad, I think, was to believe like his friend's father or something like that, something along those lines. But just simple phrases. So like the Poor Dad would always say, you know, I can't afford that. The Rich Dad would say, how can I afford that? How can, you know, yeah. And then make a plan to do that. Yeah, how can I change this? And it's like simple wordage instead of saying, you know, that I can't do something or I suck at something. Ident- yeah, you're not you're identifying with it. Yeah, the challenge is like, okay, how can I do this? It does challenge me currently, but how do I improve upon it? And it's, it's little subtle things that can do such a big difference and change your complete outlook on, you know, your fitness and how you attack certain workouts. And it's really a night and day difference. And that's probably the easiest thing that's free that you can change immediately that will have the biggest thing for your buckle. Just your language. Just your language. And even competitively with other people instead of being like, well, I'm one of the better gymnast, whatever. Saying, I'm a good, I'm good at gymnastics. Like just changing that little verbiage right there too will take you from comparing and competing to yeah. centralizing and focusing on yourself. And yeah. That'll ultimately get you fitter. Well, I know we've even talked to like other people like, you know, Lacey or Jacob or Terry or whoever it may be. And, um, 
you know, a lot of times what separates people who do better in certain workouts than others, a lot of times, it solely comes down to their mental game alone. Yeah, what they're focusing on. You know, what your mental game is and what your mental fortitude in a sense is during a workout. Because everybody's uncomfortable and everybody's, you know, whatever may be in a workout. Every right. single but, workout is uncomfortable. Like if it's a workout, it's probably uncomfortable. It but, just depends on if it's in your wheelhouse yeah. or not. But it's like how how you um, react in those particular moments when a workout gets uncomfortable is what's going to separate you from, you know, being proud of your effort or not being proud of your effort. And it's, it's changing these little things, like what you're saying to yourself, like that, can make a huge difference in the little workout. You know, it's not necessarily, like, you can do things outside of your mental game, obviously, like, you know, I'm not going to all of a sudden have a better mindset and go from not going to pull a two to one per se like mm-hmm. instantly right then um, but changing the mindset of saying I suck the pull-up slug now I'm going to start working on particular pull-up movements things like that obviously need to be done if but, you goal-minded too but inside of a workout a lot of times you'll see athletes not be able to reach their full potential of what they can possibly do just so they do how their mindset is mm-hmm. you know and so uh, that's kind of the you know one of like I said the easiest things that you can do mentally now. Like you said, it's um, free. It's free. It doesn't know it's gonna charge you for changing your mindset. Really? At all. Yeah. Really? Doesn't take a lot of effort. <laughs> unless you want, unless yeah. you hire like a mental coach of some kind, but uh, we'll work on that. But, yeah. but it's, it's simple things like that that can go a long way and they can completely change your outlook on you know how workouts are and how you feel about workouts and your attitude towards it. And that can turn around a whole day. Mm-hmm. Like I've changed, I've changed my perspective on like coming into a workout or something feeling a certain way and just like, all right, now I need to focus a lot of effort on changing my perspective because I understand that this is not good for me. Yeah. Like I could feel it taking my day down and shifting my perspective will make my whole entire day better. Yeah. Well, like I even told you this is the days, I told you this maybe like a week or two ago was the days I'm usually the most proud of or the days, or proud of myself are the days that I inside I didn't want to do the workout or I felt run down or I'm tired and I could use every every excuse to, my, to myself to not do a particular workout but I did it anyways and even while I'm mentally maybe battling through a workout of you know not feeling good but getting it done mm-hmm. those are the ones I'm most proud of regardless of what my score is compared to you know let's say I PR my friend or PR this I'm more proud of those freaking days than I am about you know reaching personal records or something mm-hmm. that's how I was today I didn't my like my back hurt uh all this stuff, back hurt, I was tired. Yeah. Uh, everything, like you said, I could have used every excuse not to do it. Yep. It was a hinge heavy workout, yep. but instead I just modified it. Yeah, it's just and changing your changing your mindset and your self-talk. Yeah. Change and makes it humongous. And I feel way better I feel way better about yeah. that than if I would have just not done the workout. Yeah. It's kind of the half glass for glass half into your glass half full, yeah, in a sense. It really does pay to focus on the full. Yep, for sure. So hopefully that helped you guys out and uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Yeah, make sure y'all subscribe and tune in next week. We don't even know what's going to happen. So you have to wait and find out. <laughs> You're going to have to wait and find out. All right. Later, y'all. Later.